back, everyone, to the Free to Roam podcast. I am your host, Ray, here with a few other people today. We have Logan, Logan. <laughs> our co-host, and we have our second guest, our nephew, Ansley, with us today. You want me to yeah. introduce myself? All right. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Ansley. I'm Logan and Rachel's nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 20 years old, college student. So I figure that's probably part of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we are just going to kind of wing it again today. Um, So, yeah, we don't really have any certain topics we are going to talk about. So grab yourself a drink or whatever you like and let's go ahead and get started. Are you all ready? Yep. Okay, ready, ready. All righty. Um, and I'm so excited that, that you're here. <laughs> Me too. Are you nervous? A little bit. Yeah. Mainly because I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it's... um kind of nerve-wracking I guess when we first did an episode we were like very flabbergasted like timid on what we were going to talk about yeah yeah so sometimes it comes a little the more natural and other times it's a little more like and we can have free range pauses yeah yeah so just uh, don't worry about it, and uh, yeah, we're just having a normal chit chat. So, um, why don't you kind of um, let us know about the whole college experience, life, all of what that? What you're studying, just, what your major is, just what my what I do. Yeah, yeah, because so you're you're the first one that we've had on here that um is uh, a college age um so for me i've been never been uh to college so i mean i don't really know what the whole experience is like so well there you go <laughs> so you always see college in your movies and in whatnot movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. um and everybody's always out partying and drinking and whatnot. shenanigans yeah yeah i i don't do college like that um yeah i i go first school try to get through with it and do as well as i can yeah. um of course you know you guys know of course um i started in pensacola at uwf um, I started off studying uh, mechanical engineering, and wow. that went by really fast. <laughs> okay, uh, wait a minute. So are you on your last uh, year? I'm supposed to be done in December. Okay, for your uh, bachelor's? Yes. Okay, so at what point did you realize that the so engineering was like uh uh-uh, uh this is not what i want to do so it was actually the my first semester of college um really first 
I had just started, um, and I was taking a class about programming, uh-huh. and it just it did make sense to me, and mm-hmm. I struggled my way through it, and um, you know I I passed it, but mm-hmm. it was hard. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if I can deal with doing this over and over again because did there was... that make you uh, lose like interest in that or was it it, it did to an extent okay. um i had always liked the uh, like mathematical mm-hmm. scientific parts of um engineering yeah um but i didn't realize just how much went into it with uh, knowing how to use your computer and Mm. how to make programs and how to make your computer actually do stuff for you oh wow Um, and that stuff it didn't make sense to me and so I just figured it probably wasn't going to work out um, in the long run so I, I switched to um, studying math, mm-hmm. um, which was always something, you know, through high school I enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even in the college, I, I took calculus my first three semesters of college. Um, wow. and I really had a blast with it. Not yeah. many people say that. <laughs> Never hear yeah. me say that. I, t- I can tell you that right now. Yeah. But it was, um, <laughs> It was going well until I uh, I got through with calculus and started taking another class called differential equations, mm-hmm. and uh, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, I just struggled through it. Um, that's the only class I've ever failed, um, mm. and so but that was that was my last semester at UWF. Um, okay. It just wasn't. I thought I needed to get out of the area. I thought I had um, taken it, you know, too much. I, I was spending too much time doing the same things I had been doing my whole life. You know, seeing the same things. I thought I'd spent too much time here. Of in here, school. like in. Yes. And because. So I started college off during COVID times, mm. and so everyone oh, was yeah, online, which, yeah, and uh, made it, yeah, a it, lot harder, yeah. And so, like, I wasn't getting out of the house at all. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there to do my schoolwork, and then I was sitting there to spend all of my free time too, right? Because right. there wasn't anything else to do, and so um, I had. A buddy of mine from high school, uh, he was down in um, in Tampa at University of South Florida, and it seemed like he was having a real good time down mm-hmm. there. Um, of course, mm-hmm. he was, you know, going to class and studying, and um, it just it looked like he was having a more enjoyable college experience life. Yes. Right. experience. Yeah. Um, and so, um, uh, you wanted that? I did. Yeah. I was, I was jealous of it. Um, mm. and 
so when I got to that point with um, UWF, I was like, I don't know if this is the right thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, decided to apply to transfer to USF, and um, I went through with that and got into it. Went down there. Wow. Did my first semester down there um, a year ago, and it was uh, math again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I took a class that was like abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, made you really think outside of the box. Made you look at stuff in color instead of in black and white. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like it. Mm. It was not something I felt like I could continue with. Right, right. um, Because I'm more black and white as a person. I I like to know what I'm doing and Mm -hmm. to live a, you know, pretty basic, Mm -hmm. straightforward life. It must have been really hard coming from being in this same area your whole whole life having the the knowing all of the people in our little town and then moving away to a big city and then having the whole the college life that whole stress of you're the one that has to motivate uh, yourself to go and uh, uh, to do the work. Well, Am I right? Or So, like you said, uh, I've been here mm-hmm. whole life. And, right. You know, the whole family's here. Right. Um, everybody's been within, you know, 10 minute drive from me mm-hmm. big support system yeah huge yeah. support system and um, so when I moved away and moved down there to start school I thought I'll be fine mm-hmm. I didn't really re- realize it'll be good yeah I didn't realize right. that um, how much I like f- fell back on everybody else that was here mm. how much um, of an impact everybody had on yeah. me. Yeah. And uh, so when I ended up moving down there, um, I, I started and I was like, wow, this is, it's really weird not having everyone yeah. here with me. Right. And being in a place like, I had only been to Tampa once or twice before. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know much about it at all. Um, in fact, I had never even set foot on the campus at um, USF until the day I moved in. Oh, really? I had never seen it. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know that. I thought you at least walked walked through there, seen it. Never. Hmm. Wow. I uh, I went into it blind. Um, and so... Uh, do you think that made it that much harder because more intimidating yeah it was it was very intimidating okay um it i mean i don't think it's supposed to be 
I think right. you're supposed to go in and they're supposed to make it feel hospitable to you right. um, because they want you to live there and they mm-hmm. want you to keep going to school there because they want your money. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they have, you know, the dining halls are close enough to where your dorm rooms are that you're not walking all the way across campus to go get food. Right. That would be awful. Right. Um, and then they've got, you know, the gyms right there on campus that are able, like anybody can use them so long as you go to school there and whatnot so they they're supposed to or they're trying to keep it um close-knit yes keep you from like venturing out and 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 it's not that they they don't want you to leave the campus but it's that they want you to make they want to make it feel like everything that you need is there right um there's a Publix on campus wow um it's a really small Publix, but if you need mm-hmm. stuff, say it's to, right there. Yeah, say to cook a dinner right. instead of going to the dining halls or to um, mm-hmm. if you need some sort of medicine, mm-hmm. it's right there and and whatnot. It's yeah. They're they're trying to make it as easy as possible, but um, it it was still intimidating moving down there, not knowing it at all. Um, I was mm-hmm. lucky that my friend was down there, and he pretty much showed me the uh, the ways. Um, yeah, all the ropes and yeah. everything. He yeah. taught me how to how to live mm-hmm. in somewhere that I, I mean, I'd always lived in the same room, mm-hmm. in the same house. Hey, what's for dinner? People. Kind yeah. of thing, and then it turned into okay what am i how am i supporting myself kind of thing yeah it's it's hard yeah Yeah. Um, but it's that's the part that they don't put in the movies no it's a big adjustment yeah yeah and and so of course i i got down there um january 22 Mm -hmm. and um it was also hard because I came in at like the halfway point of the school year. Um, oh. Because I came in for yeah. the the spring instead of for the fall, like most people would. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and so the girls are <laughs> the girls are attacking me in yeah. here with <laughs> us. So and if you guys hear any weird noises, it's the cats. <laughs> um, but I came in and. Mm-hmm. I was part of a much smaller group of transfer students. Um, oh, wow. And uh, I tried to enjoy it as much as I could, mm-hmm. um, but I struggled through that abstract math class, um, and I also struggled with homesickness that first semester. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, made the decision that maybe continuing with the the math was not the right choice and so i switched to something completely different really um and i felt like i was starting to hate math and so mm-hmm. figured getting as far away from it as possible was 
it was going to be the best option. Yeah. Um, and so I switched to and am now studying history. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, do I wish I had made a different choice. <laughs> uh, it's not. Why is that? It's not that it's like awful. I just don't think it's for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot of reading and writing papers and of course that's what college is mm-hmm. but um especially with history you gotta and you hate that. everybody has to write down history i right. i used to love um i used to love reading and mm-hmm. and whatnot but then you're going through school and they start asking you well what does this mean and you have to find symbolism in something that is seemingly mm-hmm you know, a straight line. What does that straight line mean? I don't have any clue. <laughs> right. Uh, but that's how this history works, too. You have yeah. to interpret what people are writing about events and and whatnot. And it just, it's mm. difficult. And um, writing papers, you have to come up with your own topics and, and whatnot. You used to. Um, whenever I would write, they would tell me exactly what I had to write right. about. So opening it up to my, to me, to It is decide. literally all of you doing it versus them, like a portion of it and you, uh, the end a result of it. It's, right? it's like, it feels like they've taken all of the weight off of, your teacher's shoulders and they put it on yours on you oh wow um and that's the hardest part of it right now mm-hmm. so um, with with history in high school it's more of okay this happened this happened and then we it led up to the revolutionary war yeah so is it more in college with um, what interpretation you have for this event and this event, what happened to starting off to World War II, um, the symbolism between um, the Polish um, dictator that got killed and then that pushed nazism into carrying on through europe and and then led to the world war ii what was the is is that kind of so it's partly like that it's partly um what do you think led to an event okay and um so you have to look Hmm. at like what were the causes what were the um what were the meanings of why this happened the way it did and and, and how whatnot. do they expect you to know that kind of stuff like isn't isn't the whole point of it to go to college to learn about this stuff not so, you just uh, guessing so that's part of and writing uh, like a nine page well i think that's where people come up with books okay, I interpret it this way, let me write a book about it, and then that can lead into a bestseller. And well, so common in, in history 
in the in the discipline is um, journal articles. There's journals about almost anything you can think of. Okay. Um, and so you can get a journal article that gets your point across, and um, historians they argue all the time. It's mm-hmm. so most of what you're what you're reading is really not the history. It's not the the fact. It's their just it's opinion. What they th- yeah, what they yeah. think about it and why it happened, and huh. um, it when you have to interpret somebody else's interpretation you kind of get lost right yeah you're you're taking it two steps away from where it actually was right um and sometimes it's even more than that sometimes you're reading an interpretation of something that was interpreted and oh gosh you're like wow i I have no clue where this is going (laughs) right Um, but it's more common uh, I've realized that you're not learning facts about the events you're learning Mm -hmm. people's um, opinions about the events wow more how to argue your point yes it's 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 stuff like Mm. the event happens in the early 1900s but you're reading in class something that was written by somebody in the early 2000s there's a hundred years in that of open time in there right Mm -hmm. right where you know this person definitely was not present at that event yeah um they're just using other um they use primary sources and stuff like that but through all those primary sources they have to be interpreted by someone. Nobody knows exactly how the person that mm-hmm. wrote that newspaper article from you yeah. know, 1900 felt about what they were writing about. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. And, and stuff like that. It's, like I said earlier, it's mm-hmm. not black and white. Right. How... Okay. Well, then you would just have newspaper articles that you would pull up and say, okay, on this date, this happened. On this date, this happened. Well, Where, in their opinion... Did it really happen, it was, though? It was several things that led up to an ultimate event. Right, yes. right, right. It's almost like all of this just... Like, as you're saying this, I keep thinking like how how, all of this that you're learning how does this help you in the long run in life when you get out of college depending on his career that's a great question but how well think about no 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 i'm i'm like i'm i'm like honestly asking because yes I know, like, I can't really say much because I've never been, but how how does all of this stuff help you maintain and do regular life stuff, have a better life? Well, it, it really does go to um, what you are going to do. 
what what career mm-hmm. path you're going to take. Um, my buddy um, studies cybersecurity stuff, okay. and so he's been learning, you know, how to use his computer, both like mm-hmm. safely and how to attack and and whatnot. And wow! And so he knows that that that's what he's going to do in the future. In fact, he's got a job lined up for it and everything. Um, but with me, that's great. I mean, it's, it's not as easy. It's not as, yeah. I, I don't know. I, the question keeps getting asked to me of what are you going to do with it? I don't have any clue. In fact, mm-hmm. at this point, um, I really don't think I'm going to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, I'm going to have Anne's, the degree and, right. and, and go somewhere else. And and honestly, you're 20 years old. Like, it is, it is okay that you don't have everything figured out. You are 20 years old. You're you're not supposed to have the next 10 years already mapped out and have it done perfectly. So I just don't want people to put that pressure on you of like, well, you're almost done now. So time to uh, get your next next 40 years lined out. That's not, it's okay that you don't have all your ducks in a row. So what, what makes it really difficult, in my opinion, is... Um, Am I getting, like, way... No, uh, I mean, these are questions uh, that too are... Too personal with you? No, this is This great. is stuff that has okay. to be brought to his attention yeah. and stuff yeah. that I mean, I'm sure he's thought about. stuff I, I, I struggle with. And, okay. Um, okay. You know, I... <laughs> I'm I trying about... not to get, like, a little too <laughs> preachy at you or... No, it's... it's... <laughs> I don't know what the wording is I'm trying to say. Mom tells me um, that she couldn't care if I came home and was a custodian Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. She said, so long as you put forth the effort and and are happy, she said, I couldn't care what you do. Yeah. Um, And that brings back in the whole um, really strong support system that I've grown up with. Um, Nana says the same stuff nana wants me to be successful in not in the manner of having a high paying job or um you know making a a lot of money and Mm -hmm. and and whatnot she just wants me to know what i'm doing and like to do something Mm -hmm. um and and be happy that's the biggest thing make yourself happy importantly yeah i up to now i felt like everything built up to me going to college my whole life Mm. it was i was going to um you know the high school well i I was going from elementary to high school and then or from elementary to middle middle school middle school to high school and then it was always high school to college. There was mm-hmm. not really another option. option. Right. Um, and so I 
had started planning for college in middle school. I knew it was coming. And do so do you think that sorry to oh, go ahead. Uh, cut you off. I am going to ask you a very honest thing. Do you think that that's what you wanted was a college or like it was more what what of the world uh, uh, tells you is that is that's the next step right so it goes both ways okay I guess. okay um, I wanted to go to college because mm-hmm. I it was the only thing I really knew right it was right moving on from school I didn't I didn't know what I could do if it wasn't college I didn't know what kind of jobs I could go get or anything because Mm -hmm. the world has pushed the country the school systems everything has pushed the importance of going to college yeah Yeah. Um, and it really I mean to an extent it is Um, you see most places it's much harder to get a job or it's impossible to get a job unless you've got uh, right. a degree and so through high school they show you where you can go and what kind of stuff you can study and and all this because they want you to go to college mm-hmm. especially because I was in um, the advanced classes and right. whatnot I was taking college level classes in in high school so it was pretty much, you know, already set that I was right. going to college. Um, what I was going to do was um, in your hands. Yes. Right. Um, right. Okay. Hmm. So with with studying math and then switching to history, um would you think a bigger I don't know what the what the or ultimate change would be would be I mean from from a math um, degree or um, primary study would be maybe like finances Mm -hmm. from your from your math I mean that's more tangible math with that versus uh, like in um so an accountant are you you talking like um a banker or like a way i could go to a way i could have gone from math to something that was still math but more like black and white yeah Mm i can't account counting you know that's tangible money that's you know, real numbers instead of trying to make angles with architecture and stuff you know, like that. <laughs> so the funny part is that um, my favorite parts of math was always the geometrical stuff, the angles and the shapes. And oh, okay. The, making sure that something, um, you know, stood up straight right. if it was supposed to. Right. Um, and part of that is physics too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's like in high school, me and um, my buddy that also goes to USF, we built a chair out of cardboard that, hmm. you know, it was structurally sound and you could sit in it and it didn't crumple and whatnot. Wow. It was, it was a lot of fun, but it, it took science and math to put it all together. Right. right. Um, and that's the kind of stuff I, I liked. Do um, you wish that college was more like that versus trying to come up with a person's opinion on what happened well see the part in... of part of college that i always saw and i did not go anywhere close to a college mm-hmm. I didn't was either. was going to <laughs> i ran the opposite direction <laughs> was the george tech football games yeah and then we went to homecoming well, and saw them do the rambling wrecks and that's all that's i had ever seen too. all structural right. engineering right. and yeah. marvel feats of engineering well, and georgia tech is the best yes yeah real big engineering and technical school mm-hmm. so all of those groups they're putting all this stuff together it's probably a grade in one of their classes right um wow and so it's a lot of they find it fun mm-hmm. and and that's part of it you know that's what makes it um something that you want to keep doing yeah um, right right versus uh writing a paper on uh yeah but a see, theory part of that comes too with what you're studying oh okay. and so um you know i switched from math wherein we would do Mm-hmm. you know upwards of 100 homework problems a week oh my and, gosh. and whatnot and it took a lot of time to mm-hmm. now I'm using that time instead to research for papers or um, hmm. you know yeah read my my books that I have to read and and whatnot and, and you know I should have realized how big like what the difference was Mm -hmm. before I uh, made the decision to switch Um, but at this point I'm too far along yeah it doesn't really work to change it up now Um, in fact after this semester of school um, like I said I'm supposed to be done in December for my history degree I'll only have two more classes to take two more Mm -hmm. Wow. history classes um and that's it and and that's all and now i still need um i still have to take spanish okay um and then i have to get credits from other classes but okay i'm just going to take whatever i can right whatever right. i can do whatever's the easiest class yeah just so i can get the credit and mm-hmm. not Be have to worry it. about it right right um because coming up one of those two history classes that I have to take is um, it's called a seminar and it's supposed to be like an all-encompassing class you're supposed to use everything that you've you've learned up to this point so all of the theory and all the methods and um, materials of history that I've had to learn about right um, we have to use in this class to write um, 
like a 10 or 15 page paper or something like that oh my goodness <laughs> it's daunting it wow it looks over you and you're just always in the shadow of it mm-hmm. is this something that you could get published for <laughs> if i wrote it well enough <laughs> possibly um but there's not it's not really common that there's um undergraduate uh level work that's published Published, yeah Mm -hmm. um typically it's people who are working to get their master's degrees or um working for their doctorate and and whatnot which (laughs) i always thought I, i always thought oh i'm gonna keep going to school until i get my doctorate and now I'm really? at, I, I'm, yeah. How do you feel about that now? <laughs> I'm three years into college, and I'm like, I want the, I want out of here. You're like, get me out. Yeah, I don't want anything else to do with it. How how has it been making friends and <laughs> and all that? Like the the social uh, well, part of it, like uh, uh, going out or. I'm not a very social person right. as it is. Yeah. Um, I wish I was. Um, and I try to be. I'm friendly with everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to actually make friends. Yeah. With with people that you can, you know, go do stuff with all the time. You, you really feel like you have to find the right person. It's hard at... In the real world, also to make friends, and so it so really is. I I was telling um yeah I was telling mom the other day that all of my friends that I've I've made through time has really, or at least recently, has really come because of like coincidence. Mm-hmm. It's been um like a lot of my friends are. Um, my brother's friends and a right. lot of his friends were friends with those people that he knew before then too yeah. so it's it's all coincidence it all build off of each other right and then right. my friend that's at usf he um the only reason i even know him is because we sat you know next to each other at lunch one day in in high school oh and wow we had the same chemistry class in high school, and so I asked him a question about um, how he felt about a quiz or something, and that sparked off that right. friendship. It was just, it was coincidental that yeah, it happened. Yeah. Um, is is everyone else in college either they they meet? A people and that's the only ones that they hang out with or they're so focused on the work that they don't really make friends or it, it's very it, it goes both ways okay. it's some people are there and you can definitely tell that they're there to have a good time and to yeah. <laughs> party and to go out every night oh wow like you see them they get dressed up and they go for nights out on like a tuesday it's so weird um that's so odd to (laughs) to me i well being being with 
coke for you know 17 years 18 years Mm -hmm. it's you know you come home monday through friday that's your work schedule i mean that's even home Mm -hmm. i mean school schedules you're monday through friday weekends are for you but monday through friday that's your that's your work time and i i think that for me it went into that same for work right out of high school because i didn't go to college i didn't experience any of that right and it lended itself to be a good template but when you have so much freedom to go to college and to experience nightlife you you realize these when, places are open whenever during the week yeah i don't do the whole nightlife yeah it's, yeah you're not you're like me you're not a yeah, part of your it's i mean and i'm only 20 so yeah most of the bars that you go to they would you know either not let you in or they would make you be part of a smaller group or something mm-hmm. to make sure that you don't get um illegally like, right alcohol right. alcohol yeah. and, and whatnot so it's i mean it's more of a hassle to try to be a part of that than it is to just not hmm. and so instead i in my free time it's a lot of um trying to find stuff to do yeah um because i mean there's stuff that i enjoy it's just i don't like to do stuff by myself yeah um and um so i i try to find stuff that my friends will go with me to or or whatnot and um that way it's not yeah it doesn't feel awkward you doing it right all the time um now like like i was saying earlier today um tampa is real big with baseball and Mm -hmm. so i'm a huge baseball fan it it really works out in that (laughs) sense especially when you can go to um, when the minor league baseball season starts and you can sit right behind home plate for twelve dollars that is crazy and and I, I mean, I wow. had not decided that I wanted to go to the game until there was like 30 minutes till it started. Oh, and wow. I walked up to the gate and said, hey, I just want one ticket. And they said, where do you want to sit? And I said, what's available? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's <laughs> available. <laughs> so, I mean. The options are we, endless. We're just happy you're here. <laughs> I, I, was, I was really one of maybe... 50 people that was there oh mm-hmm. wow and um so it was real uh personable i guess it, it yeah. was there was you weren't having to squish into a seat and be between oh. two other people and right right and whatnot and it was fun because you get to experience the baseball game uh you get to have your i call it one of my favorite things ever is just ballpark foods and yeah. stuff like that yeah concession stand concession food. stand mm-hmm. foods um nachos and hot dogs and 
stuff like that. It's just pretzels and there's just something about it. Yeah, it, it's oh, pleasant. Yeah. Um, and it's a trademark of what's in the park. Yes. Yeah. It also is just like the epitome of our culture. Yeah. Right? Um, which I enjoy. I enjoy. Um, doing stuff that feels cultural to to us and to the like to the south or to the US it it's something that you can relate with a bunch of other people in the in the country mm-hmm. because it's stuff that they like to do too and mm-hmm. so then you can find like online you can talk with people about it and stuff like that and um, do you like uh, museums I do like museums mm-hmm. but really when it comes to what's in the museum oh okay um, like sometimes Tampa has a bunch of them they do um, but sometimes you walk in or you see a museum and you're like that just doesn't sound interesting mm-hmm. to me it's it's art museums <laughs> yeah i'm not a big art museum and person they, see i to, love art it, uh, museums. it goes right over my head yeah. they expect you to go in and, and symbolism of a wave well, it looks like a wave it looks <laughs> like you're at the beach that's yeah. exactly what i think about it too and it's all they say oh this is a picasso but picasso looks like something that Joe Schmo could <laughs> put together. I, I don't get it, but if it's something cultural, like mm-hmm. um, when we went to Washington D.C., we went to the um, the Smithsonian Museums, and mm-hmm. they've got the one of American history, and it's got um, you know. Anything you can think of. It's Every got, animal there from the United States. Oh, it has. It's got, but there's also like the cultural section too, where right, yeah. you've got right. um, the slippers from Alice in. Um, what am I? Not Alice in Wonderland. Oh, but, uh, um. Oh, um, Wizard of Oz. Yes, Wizard yes. of Oz. Yes. And so they've got that, or they've got C3PO, or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kermit the Frog, and it, it's that kind of stuff. Everyone that uh, knows that. The also. pop culture, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what I, I like. Pop culture. I like mm-hmm. um, music. I like sports. I like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So seeing something that's like, um, oh, here's a baseball bat that was used by Babe Ruth. Is that's amazing. That's so super cool, cool. right? Um, <laughs> or seeing here's a football that was, you know. The winning touchdown yeah. from Joe Montana on in Super Bowl three. Yeah, there yeah. was a museum we went to. Gosh, I can't remember where it was. I want to say it was out in Seattle, maybe, and it the was pop culture museum. Yes, they had Iron Man's like actual the suit that like they oh, had that like um, actual Iron Man wore. And um, that Robert Downey Jr. was in the first Iron Man, so he had to be in head mm-hmm. to toe the actual suit. And they and actually then, had it there. And then it became um, CGI. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had that, and then they had the alien from the alien um, franchise. That's that the was kind of there. Stuff. They had the Tron suits from the first Tron. That museum blew uh, my they mind. They had the Star Wars. Um, they actually had the lightsabers the lightsaber. that yeah. they used with that, the metal rod. That, that stuff is is so interesting to me. Yeah, to, yeah. that to was stuff awesome. That has like is the basis is what has built. Mm-hmm. What you've yeah. What you've watched growing mm-hmm. up and like yeah. you watch star wars mm-hmm. so even if you don't like star wars it, that's yeah. what you come and, to and that's recognize sports comes into it too like if you see uh, you know <laughs> muhammad ali's gloves mm-hmm. yeah it's cool gloves yeah. and shorts those are you know the thing that's in the boxing um, arena, you know, mm-hmm. he knocked out Joe Frazier with with those mitts. That's iconic yeah. history right there. Yeah. And so I guess that's part of when I switched into history. I knew it was going to be a lot of, um, you know, here's a war or dates, times. Here's a president and, <laughs> and telling you about that stuff. I knew it was going to be a lot of that, but I was hoping that there was going to be other stuff too history of of other things um and in reality there's not they teach you the stuff that really you don't find interesting put me to sleep during high school yeah um but um you know i said i had two history classes left the second one other than that seminar that i was telling you about um, that I'm going to take is history of sports. Um, mm. And I'm taking it because it is different from right. that stuff. And I like sports. Right. So I figure it would be more interesting to me to take that than to take mm-hmm. a class about, you know, Russia from 1917 to 1989. Right, right. So is this going to be a history class on sports as in, okay, this is the first game that the Mayans played (laughs) with their trying to knock a ball into a hoop with their heads. (laughs) And then everybody of the winning team was slaughtered afterwards because they... Oh my goodness. No, did you know this? So the Mayans. So the Mayans back in Uh back in the day, they had their um (laughs) their group before they were conquered by Spain. They had this sport that they played. I don't even think that the name of the sport is in reference, but they had to headbutt this ball Uh through a hoop in like. A hoop. So like not like a, a basket, not like a basketball hoop, but okay. like a circle that's sitting on the side of a wall, and it's a spectator what? sport. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and then the win, the winner, or the winning team, of mm-hmm. is like played with like five or six people. Yeah. They had to headbutt the through the hole. Yeah. The winning team 
of the sport, all of them were slaughtered so in then... sacrifice to the gods because they what? were the best of the best. Okay, and they so were sacrificed to the gods. Then why would you want to win that game? Yeah, like that's what I was thinking. Too. You you would because it was lose. it was an honor. Yeah. To yeah. be slaughtered to to be given to the gods. What? Yeah. I have okay. never heard that before. Where? Absolutely. It's it's so funny. But that, that okay. Well, if if you do learn that kind of stuff, please learn the name of the sport and send it to me. <laughs> and I'll let you guys know too. Uh, let us know. <laughs> First day of class. Guess what? Logan was wrong. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm hoping actually that I think it's it's going to be about specific sports um, and kind of the growth uh, relatable of more. The whole yeah, class is going to be about tennis. <laughs> women's volleyball. Tennis might be one of them. I think there was like five that were set out. And I know baseball was one of them. I, I know basketball was one of them. But wow. the other three, I can't remember. Okay. Um, probably no. soccer. Uh, so- soccer's been going on for yeah. millennium. So. Um, but uh, Badminton. <laughs> Chess. Yeah, chess, chess as a sport. Yeah, chess, uh, chess. It would be fun to learn about. You chess. like yeah. chess, though. Yeah, you you were a part of the chess club. Uh, I sucked at it, but hey, I was a you're part of it. Still better at it than I was. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping that that'll be at least more enjoyable, right? To learn about than learning about, you know, yeah, how the U.S. played a role in World War II. Mm-hmm. You know to certain people that is interesting right I'm just not one of those people. i like certain points of it i Me think too. at some points it gets methodical yeah. and but i mean other yeah. people that that part isn't methodical it's interesting right. and it's entertaining and so right right my phone's ringing i know i can hear it <laughs> we're gonna pause right here sure we okay. can pause right here All right, so we are back for the ones of you that don't know. We like to keep it very raw and honest in here. So we um, had to take a little potty break break real quick. So we are back and ready. And I totally forgot what we were talking about. So, Well, I think we were talking about um, my history of sports class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. You said you had a couple other things. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to. <laughs> to. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so weird. Um. Ask you. Do you have any like really big. Uh. Regrets or. Oh. Anything that you would like. Yeah. I got plenty of regrets. Mm-hmm. Um. I regret going to school in Tampa I regret uh, transferring Um, I didn't realize how well off I had it here how big my support system really was and Mm -hmm. how much I relied on it and you know you're you're not supposed to spend your whole life in the same place and whatnot my dad tells me all the time that the world is bigger than just Niceville (laughs) 
but um, it's so much bigger i i just feel more comfortable being here with mm-hmm. everyone that i've known my entire life and mm-hmm. um and then eventually when i feel more comfortable with it maybe branching mm-hmm. out and moving around and i now i I don't guess I regret going to school in Tampa for that reason. Um, it was a good thing for me, I think. I think it was a character building, mm-hmm. you know, something that I'd never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, you would have never known how much that you missed home or you missed the what you have here if you hadn't of left yeah and i mean the only reason why rachel says that is because let me give you a scenario you you do your your time with um uwf over in pensacola Mm -hmm. you still have the support system here you still have all the um well i mean i was i was living at home still right right and then you get your dream job and that takes you to texas or to Cal- california or to somewhere and then and you're just like oh my god i've never left home what the hell am i doing and then you yeah. realize yeah. that okay i need a mm-hmm. support system i need to figure out the support system before I go off. You never figure that out going for your first time for a job that you're going to be putting in 40 hours to do. And so part of it comes to while I'm down at school, I get lonely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always had, um, you know, always had somewhere to go. Right. Go over to grandmother's house or go to Nana's house or something. Mm-hmm. Us go hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and down there, you know, I love my friends that I got down there, but they don't, they like to spend their time. Right. You know, in on the their room own or, and, right. And, you know, <clears throat> playing video games and watching movies and stuff like that. And I don't have anything against that. It's just, Sometimes I also feel like, um, you know, it's it's nice to get out of the room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to go do something else, and um, right, you right. know, part of it comes it's an issue on my part because I don't like to go do stuff by myself. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's regrets, but those regrets they came with pieces that were good too right right Um, it's it's not something that like it was all like a hundred percent bad yeah Mm -hmm. um now if you want me to go even a step further with the regrets um i regret going to college i wish i in in in, like a whole okay i wish i could have done something else um, first yes okay and okay. figured out 
done something other than school. You know, my my mm-hmm. whole life was always just school, um, especially since, you know, mom and dad worked at school my whole life. Right. You know, I grew up with um, with listening to them talk about it every mm-hmm. day when they get home. I went to school every day. Ethan went to school every day. It right. was that was all I knew. Um, I wish I had. I wish I still wish I have, had a chance to experience something, other than, school right. that right. Um, school structure. Yes. School life. Now I think it would scare the crap out of me when it actually starts, um, <laughs> but. I don't know. I, I like to follow a very set schedule. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like to, if it's not doing the same thing every day, like in the in the sense of what you're what you're doing, but like you go to the same place and right. you do the same, you follow the same path every every time you go somewhere same and yeah, people and, and yes. It's, yeah. it's stuff like that. I like there to be a, a very strong structure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that me, if I had not gone off to college, having to build up that structure um, mm-hmm. would probably... It'd be very, very hard yeah, for you. Most yeah. likely. But yeah, I, I think it was still beneficial that I went to school um mm-hmm. that i went to college i think it'll be beneficial that i'll have the degree when i'm done with it no matter what it's in um and you know yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do yet mm-hmm. once i'm done <laughs> um <laughs> i've been toying with um once i get the college degree getting done and going to learn how to work on cars and be a mechanic mm-hmm. yeah and something else something that i can keep my hands busy yeah with. um you know i think i'm gonna probably continue my whole life trying to learn new things that's and, good you should um yeah because i can tell you i've i have most recently started doing that learning new things and being that I wasn't good in school I wasn't good at school I was good in school but I wasn't good at school yeah um being that I have a learning disability being that I have I struggle with different points in my life um now you I've gained a learning mentality the way I like to learn which is more through podcasts I've I've yeah. said this to everybody I will keep preaching it I've learned more through history podcast and and facts podcast than I ever did in high school mm-hmm. yeah. I mean I feel like I have I've, learned 90 five percent of the the everyday stuff that you have to know 
to move on in life outside of being in a classroom. Right. And and the reason why I'm saying this is to not I don't want you to get your hopes up with school. I want you to maybe if you find something that you're interested in, maybe visiting back to school. Yeah. And down the road saying, "Hey, okay. Mm-hmm. I like this." let me go back to school and and actually learn the processes of that and then be the head of whatever it is mm-hmm. financing business well, business degrees are are very really versatile yes yeah. yeah um i've i've told um mom and dad you know a few times i've said um I wish I would have chosen this or that instead mm-hmm. of history. And they say, well, there's always a chance that you can go back and do and learn that too. And I've told them there is, and I, I know that's an option. It's just, I also know that it's not an option mm-hmm. right now or mm-hmm. when I'm done with what I'm currently studying. Right. I know that there's going to have to be a period of, Mm-hmm. Something else. Breathing setting room. Setting it aside. Setting aside school or... I'm not going to say learning in I that feel sense, like, but learning yeah. through a classroom. Yeah. I feel like once the, once the end of this is done, it's a chapter or a book that can be finished... It doesn't mean that you can't ever start a new chapter in Something five else. years. Yeah, I mean, well, and you see it, like you said, it's like a book. Um, you know, mm-hmm. a book in a series can come out, and then you mm-hmm. won't see the next one come out for right two years or right. three years. Right. And it's a process. Yeah. It's and by. Now you're only 20, so by the time you're 25 or our age in our mid-30s, I mean, you'll be a completely different person. Your whole mindset will have completely changed. Like, uh, when I uh, was a your age, I was a completely different person. (laughs) I mean, I... I was still the same, but a different. I was completely different. <laughs> I was not the same person I am now. I uh, uh you and you know were what I and mean, you were though. probably old enough to remember me in my twenty, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. I I don't remember <laughs> enough. But I, I, I do remember, and I can definitely tell how much you have changed. Mm-hmm. Can I tell Rachel the one story I remember when I was 20? Sure. Oh, dear I, God. I have no clue what this okay. is. But. <laughs> I took Ansley to a movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? <laughs> is this um, the Raisinette <laughs> story? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. The what? <laughs> okay, so, wait a minute. Tell me. I believe it was either iron man one or iron man two had just come out 
and I wanted to take Ansley so bad because I want him to be my my Marvel buddy. Mm-hmm. I was I was all in when I heard that they were making Marvel movies mm-hmm. and actually tying them together. Yeah, yeah. So I took Ansley <clears throat> to see this movie, <laughs> and he was what five six? Oh maybe. my gosh! And we got him. We got him his raisinets. We got him his his <laughs> own Coke. We got him his. I think he wanted popcorn as well. We got him everything that he wanted, mm-hmm. possibly could have wanted. <laughs> so I took him to the movies, sat him down in the seat. He eats a couple raisin nuts, takes a drink. A little f- uh, five, five, six, six, six something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you took a five-year-old to <laughs> to an Iron Man movie. That's not that's not a that's bad not, movie to that's see. That's not even where this is going. It's not it? a bad movie, but. No. It's like a two and a half ish movie, and it's a five year old. He, he was ecstatic when that I remember. He was excited to see it. <laughs> Did you go to sleep? <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. It's about five minutes before the movie starts. He's drinking his Coke, he's eating his raisinette. I bet you were so excited, too. And I think that's probably part of the reason why. What happened next? He threw up all over the seat in front of him. The seat, no. him. He was drenched. You threw up in he, a movie theater? It looked like the kid had just exploded. <laughs> no way. Yeah. yeah. And okay, thing- that is totally not where I thought this was going. Like, I thought. Uh, he had thrown up everywhere so what did you do so long ago too so (laughs) it was it's so long ago but it's i still have the vision you have never told me this oh my god it was the grossest thing ever and then we stand him up we're like we have to go get somebody to come clean up the the protein spill in the aisle (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all the raisins everything oh. <laughs> so we we go get somebody i call his mom and dad and they come get him i'm mm. sitting there i had nothing got on me so <laughs> no you didn't and they came Did and you? got ansley they put a bag over the seat okay and then i sat there and watched the movie <gasps> you didn't and, go home with him no <laughs> I just paid. Hey. I paid forty dollars for these tickets. Honey, it's I'm not watching about the, the money. It is. It is. His mom and dad came to get him. Six years old, and you didn't go with him. No. You ever heard the story of when we Christopher went, Logan Bridges? When we went out to um, <laughs> I to Crab Island you. on the pontoon boat. No. <laughs> That's another good one. You tell uh, that one. Oh I'll tell my this goodness! One. I was even smaller probably then, <laughs> um, but we got Uncle Kenny's pontoon boat, right? Yep. And uh, we went out there, and we should have there should have been notice that it was going to go poorly. This was a whole family trip. Yeah, everybody. Went. Everybody okay. was there, and um, so we went out and uh, got out to Crab Island. They put the uh, anchor down and mm-hmm. whatnot <laughs> well we were having a good time and everything and then we were ready to leave right and uh, no we or, we put the anchor down 
but we were floating away. The anchor wasn't set. Oh. We had only been out there for like 10, 15 minutes. It, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they went to jump down to try to get the anchor set um, in the sand and whatnot. Right. And uh, Pop jumped off the boat, sliced open his hand. On, oh right God. on the door. Yeah, on the Cut door it open. The it was bad. And, um, of course, we were out. In the water? In the water okay. on the boat. And so, of course, when that happened, we tried to get it picked up to get him to get help and whatnot. And, uh, and oh, my gosh. Somewhere down the line, the boat didn't start back up. The boat couldn't start. The motor was flooded. And the battery what was in dead. The heck? And, and we had made it all the way out there from wherever we set in, and uh, now we couldn't get back. Oh, well, <laughs> and pops over there bleeding. Bleeding. Oh well, my god! Guess what Logan did? What? Some they of his they called Cito. I said, "Hey, I got friends out here." Some you, of his buddies were out there. And you, he I cannot. He went and hung out with his buddies. Cito came of... and got him, and I just jumped in the water and swam off to meet you some of left my friends. Them there, I sure did. You, I cannot. I, I can. Would you? They're lucky I didn't ask for the rest of the beer to to go back over you there too. You are unbelievable. Would you ever have done that today? If that happened. No. <laughs> Especially not with with me being his wife. Heck no. He would not even. I cannot believe. Cito got him. They were taken care of. They're making their way back to the to the dock. But he left us. Yeah, He left I know. us out there. That That is so. I, oh. All we had to eat. That was the peanut worst. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Trip ever. <laughs> oh my. Really, it was the worst. It sounded pretty lucky on yeah, uh, your, on your behalf. <laughs> First half was the worst trip ever. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, anyways. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. Wow. Honey. What? You. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness, dude. That is crazy. You had one more question for Ansley? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I I feel like this is a very light note that we're on, and I feel like... Well, uh, go ahead. Who knows where it could go? Okay, so <laughs> I feel like I I wanted to kind of tackle not, like, too long in to it but the only reason I wanted to bring this up is because I also but deal with it is your anxiety with all of that like how (laughs) please don't ask how I handle it well (laughs) your your answer is I don't (laughs) but so I kind of already know that answer because (laughs) Really, I don't think anyone has. I know has has an answer what is on your how start to, to do to, to, right like to dealing it. with it. Well, okay, so my anxiety really like itself. It starts with um, thoughts of 
oh man, I'm not going to do good enough on this assignment for class or mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to pass this class or I'm going to have to go further in college than what I think I have to or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's It's thoughts like that that really started off. But when I start getting like that, I um, I try to just find something else to do. Um, and that's so hard because it is. it is, it's very hard to pull your mindset out of that when in that moment, that's the only thing that you can focus on and worry about. Well, so I, I had off that you're able to do that i mean well it's still really hard yeah um oh yeah yeah like a lot of my anxiety really is Mm -hmm. it really hits the worst in the morning like right when i wake up um and so if i haven't if i haven't so mine's like at night yeah well and see i get it I get it at night too, but okay. it's like when I wake up in the morning, I can feel it in my chest. I can feel mm. it building yeah. and and whatnot, and I might not even know what exactly it's about yet. But it's just it's some there thought, waiting for you. Some thought of something's wrong. Oh wow! And and whatnot, but um, if I wake up and I haven't got somewhere I've got to be, if I mm-hmm. haven't got a class I got to go to. I'll throw my shoes on and I'll just go for a walk. That's good. Um, and um, it's really helped too having you guys do this podcast now. I like <laughs> to listen to it when I go out um, because I can take a walk for like 30 minutes and your podcast give me mm-hmm. two. With the long form, you walks. have a good yeah. a good walk through. Yeah. To, to listen to it so Aww, it, it gives me so good. it gives me something to something else to think about right um, right and and whatnot um i've also recently started going to the gym with my buddy mm-hmm. um, and that's great it uh, is hard especially because i have no clue what i'm doing yeah i'm really just following <laughs> the lead um, right. I think I drive him crazy. <laughs> but, well, and you probably don't, but you feel that way. Yeah, it, it it probably is more just in my mind. In fact, I think it really is. I think mm-hmm. he told me that he would rather have. Um, and his his girlfriend goes with us too. Um, he he said he would rather have other people there with him. Right. It just makes it more enjoyable and whatnot. yeah. Um, but I've been doing that. I go for walks. Uh, does uh, that help ease it or? Easing it, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, making it like go away for a little while. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ever really go away yeah. for a period of time. It's always there. But if I can make it to where my... Um, it. it I can tell when it gets real bad because my mm-hmm. chest starts to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can make it to where my chest loosens up um, at some point, um, then I call it a win. It's yeah, it's it, more but manageable yes. that way. Um, Are you so. at the point where you've had like 
other than your family, have you mentioned this to anyone well, for help or or, um, or no? Yeah, my my friends, um, you know, they sit there and they they know that mm-hmm. something's wrong. Yeah. Um, and um, I hate honestly, and it's gonna sound selfish. Um, I hate that they have to see me like this. Yeah. I don't really want to feel like I'm a burden to mm. them in, in the sense of um, yeah, they have to listen to me be worried about stuff all the time and whatnot. But, well, they might not understand it, but they know that it's hard like yeah um i've also i was going to start doing like um counseling sessions okay but um it just doesn't feel right with going to somebody like in person Mm -hmm. especially because um i know at least for this semester of school i'm only going to be in tampa for six more weeks and then I'm going to come home for the summer. And then yeah, I wouldn't have the same person for right. three months that I'd be at well, home for summer. And then... Uh, you know, though, that they have... Online. Online so, at so that's BetterHelp. What I, BetterHelp yeah. is a good so online one. That's what I, I looked into it, too. And I did, a, I did an appointment with someone I just chose. They okay. had a list of people... Um, they said these are your like first available and here's everyone else but they might not be available as soon as you would like or something and so I went through the list of first available because I didn't have anybody in mind I didn't know any of them or um, anything and so I went through it and I chose the the person that said they're special like they specialized in um Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what it said, but the, it's it sounded like it was what I needed. It related, um, yeah. And so I, I started it, and I, I went on the conversation, and I told them, um, they asked mm-hmm. me, what kind of stuff do you do to try to subside the feelings of, um, you know, your anxiety and whatnot? And I told them, what I try to do and mm-hmm. they kind of in a sense they told me well that stuff is obviously not working so you should stop doing that and I was like wow that does not feel like what you should be saying you should be encouraging me isn't to like do it and maybe something and maybe else. something right. more um, like the um one of my girlfriends she went to uh uh get help and they put her on like the lowest uh dosage of um um anti uh, anxiety antidepressant yeah um and they told her to uh take this but also 
by working out, yeah. eating better, seeing friends, um, family, and then all of those things combined might help you. And I feel like when you go to seek help, like they should be encouraging you or at least giving you things that will help you to uh, I don't even know where I'm going but with telling this. telling somebody to stop something that might be helping them even minorly doesn't seem like the right advice even that they should be giving you if like you mentioned oh well I I started out of the gym or I go on walks even even if that is not a hundred percent helping the mental health well, it's still helping your physical health exactly so why would you say don't do that well anymore and you said it might not be helping a hundred percent my mental health right but it's it is helping, helping some percent right yeah. it could be helping maybe only 20 percent right or, exactly or something but it is helping to exactly. an extent exactly and this is what I was thinking when you were saying that is like they should be giving you a least a, a list of mm -hmm. stuff that would help you meditation in the morning instead of getting up and worrying about your the first thing that you worry about mm -hmm. getting up doing meditation, a 15 journaling 15 or... minute mm -hmm. Um, meditation, clearing your head, words Something. of affirmation, right? You know, video on YouTube or journaling, mm -hmm. putting down your thoughts on paper, so, and then so you can recognize what those are. Speaking of, I I tried uh, journaling. Mm -hmm. um, I tried just when I felt like I needed to just do something else, yeah. just sitting there and writing. Um, I didn't know what to write. They they yeah. tell you to write certain things and whatnot, and I I tried it before I even like mm -hmm. thought to look up and see what people say you should write down and whatnot. So I just wrote. I just put um, what was on my mind at the time, yeah. or um, or like how my day had been up to that point or right. what I'd done if if it had been a period of time since the last time I wrote mm -hmm. what I had done in that time mm -hmm. um, the biggest issue is when I feel like I need it I forget I can do it yeah. right right it's it's just not something um, that I have like built into a schedule Right. right and like I said, well, I, I mean, it takes thirty oriented. thirty days of doing something straight to make yeah. it a habit, a routine, yeah. and right. So, I mean, if I had to build it into a schedule, which I guess I could, mm -hmm. I could put it in that, you know, I'll sit down and write um, stuff for like twenty minutes before I go to lunch every day or something like that, and then. You know, I would put it into the schedule, and then I would do it right. more often. Right. I guess I could do that, but um, and try it. I yeah. mean, I mean, that's not a bad and, idea. I would, honestly, I would start 
collecting those things and start doing what makes you what you feel and if it doesn't doesn't help you all you're doing is dropping the lowest common denominator is what helps you the least at least drop that off and then pick something else up yeah Yeah. and if that helps you more than the the least thing drop that and you know you can build on that and kind of get get your way around it Mm -hmm. i don't know i I was just spitballing ideas out yeah it's hard because i i i feel like i i am the last person to kind of give advice to give tips on because i deal with this same thing ansley so it's like i don't even really know what to say or how to because i'm dealing with the same shit as you are i think it's i think it's (laughs) something that trying to figure out how to make it better Mm-hmm. Is something that you have to do collectively. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Do you think that... So, this is one thing that my mom is really uh, good at. Is not only trying to fix what's happening. Like the anxiety. But to dig really deep and see what the root of it is. And why you're having that. So what what I mean is, do you think that um, that your anxiety might not a hundred percent leave when you go, go graduate, but it might help it a lot? Is that what what um, the, the like the root issue is? I don't know what the root issue is. I, okay. I've been trying to find it, um, and that's to that's try the to, hardest to part yeah, is trying, trying to, to figure it out. Yeah. Like it's like you're having to clean up a bush, you know, bushes branching off in all overgrown different directions, and, and it's, yep. you're trying to a get well to the bottom bush, yeah, and um, so I'm whacking away at what's on the outside trying to get to yeah. the, to the, and it's, it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like part of the route is school, but I feel yeah. like part of it too is, um, like fear of the unknown, mm. like what's coming yeah. next. Um, and I spend too much time thinking about um, stuff that I don't have any control over. Yeah. Especially because it literally hasn't even happened, and it yep. won't for a good period of time. I, it's just yeah. I don't. I haven't figured out how to stop, mm-hmm. and and not particularly stop. It's always good to look forward, but it's not good to look forward as much as I as I do do you feel like once you're done with college 
is this a fear that you maybe don't have a plans purpose? after huh um, like is is that ever so across it's so it's a, your mind i mean the it goes both ways having mm-hmm. feeling like i have a purpose or feeling like i have plans of what to do mm-hmm. um i feel like it goes together uh yeah really yep um i don't have plans of where to go and what to do when i'm done like i always have i and that scares the shit out of you yes, doesn't it i always yep. knew yep know. you know like i said going from middle school to high school from high school to college that was college was, to the next step yeah. is it's like okay well now that i have the degree what the hell do i do now yeah. right and and yeah. i I've, I've been telling mom and dad recently that um when i get the degree i'm mm-hmm. fairly certain that i'm not going to do anything that mm-hmm. deals with this degree i don't want to teach history um you know there's a lot of other stuff everybody thinks when they think history they think museums or um history teacher or stuff like that right very in in line right with with history in the whole Um, realm (laughs) but apparently companies have been hiring um history uh, people with history degrees because they um have better analytical skills and Hmm. and stuff like that um and i would say that's probably right up your alley possibly um i know that you know even like the military um hires people with history degrees to do Mm -hmm. like intel make sure they don't make the same mistakes they did in (laughs) vietnam (laughs) but i just i'm not sure if that's what i want to do i don't i don't want to go through life and right be disappointed with what i'm doing and and to not honestly and i i think it is okay like like i mentioned this at the beginning it's okay if you don't know like it is it is okay if if you take time to just figure out what you want yeah is there a program online that you can type in like your college major or what your degree is in and and see okay hey these jobs are what's out here for you there's Hmm. plenty of um like job search programs um and then there's like there's a website called USA Jobs or mm-hmm. something like that that mm-hmm. gives you government jobs and you can plug in what you studied and see if you would fit the mold for um, oh wow certain jobs and whatnot. It really just comes to like, is that what I want to do? Right. right. And um. I mean, you could go back to school and be a liberal arts major. <laughs> I feel like I am. <laughs> um, but 
butterfly basket weaving. <laughs> uh, hey, I could go to FSU and go to clown school. Clown college, absolutely. Oh my goodness, is that a real thing? It is. FSU has clown college. Are you serious? Uh, but I feel like you could just learn all that stuff on YouTube. <laughs> you mean <laughs> with your red rubber nose? <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, oh my goodness. I, I definitely see myself going back to school in some manner. Um, mm-hmm. In the long run, some point, yeah. Um, but I, getting your BA in yeah. something is BA better than a bachelor's? BA is a bachelor's. Oh. It's bachelor's oh. in arts. What's also, what's above a bachelor's? Uh, a master's. master's, master's, and then doctorate. A doctorate, yeah. Um, uh, there's no shot I'm going back for those. <laughs> um, <laughs> Financing and business, I mean, those are <laughs> big things. Um, well, with your history major and then with with the business, I mean, you could do yeah. something. So, yeah. do you think though, like, okay, other than the obvious, a doctor, a lawyer, and engineer, okay, obviously, other than that, those are people you, that loved college. Uh, do you really think? That you have to have a degree in order to move up in well your job like okay like i i feel like nowadays people will hire and if you work really hard and you're there long term you can work your way up not now yes not in all jobs but a lot of them they just need good loyal people that they can count on to come into work every day never mind having a master's in whatever well i think it really comes back to it does help but it's a societal um yeah thing oh i agree society pushes on you that if you don't have a college degree you can't yeah, you can't progress. But move up. You'll be right. working. You'll be flipping burgers at McDonald's the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But of I'm. Course, c- it's, it's and not, that's so It's evident not that true. that's not true because, right. I mean. I've moved up through mm-hmm. through my positions to to a salesman and I, I don't have a degree. I don't have yeah, a, I mean, a, yeah. a BA in anything. Really, if. But I come to work every single day. I'm on time, on schedule. I get my stuff done. And that's and part of it, too. Yeah. A good worker. It's, mm-hmm. If you show uh, the people that you're working for that you'll put the time into it and whatnot, they'll let you step out of particularly, I guess, their comfort zone with you. Right. And they'll let you uh, try something new. Um, and, and, you know, like you said, you moved from, um, driving the truck to being a salesperson, driver helper to driving a truck from driving a truck to a salesman Mm -hmm. from a salesman back to driving a truck. It's just what I'm comfortable with. You, you moved up though, and then found out, I don't like this shit. 
like it wasn't good I, home life i i wanted to go back to the root of what makes me happy right so yeah i'm yeah. tired during the day but i am so much happier mm-hmm. where i wasn't as a salesman tired necessarily but i was miserable mentally yeah. drained. miserable beaten up you were I mean, mentally drained it, it yeah. just that's i guess that's how it goes yeah yeah you i know i know you have to try and then if you figure out that that's not gonna work out Mm -hmm. like then you you get back to what was working right and um i think that's a hard part with college is that there's no real way of getting back to what's comfortable because yeah. what was comfortable to me was high school. High school. Right. You can't go back in time. <laughs> hey, I was pretty hu- much... comfortable in high school, too. I was a football player, and I had no worries. <laughs> as much as I, uh, I I say it all the time, like, I miss high school. I miss I, – I didn't care. I cared enough to get through it and to get off to college, of course, right. now that I hate college. But – I cared enough that I didn't quit, mm-hmm. um, but I was able to be carefree enough that nothing really felt like it mattered so much. Right. Right. Um, right. But so to kind of wrap this up, to anyone that is in the same shoes as you are Ansley a young adult that is in college dealing with just the I mean basically everything that we've uh, talked about do you have any advice for anyone else that is dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with the right now I wish I could say I do. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I I mean, I'll say, like, um, like, life is hard, and it's, yeah, it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be challenged through. Mm -hmm. That's how you become a better human. But, um, it does, it feels tough when it feels like that challenge is just crushing you. Yeah. Um, well, there's there's a a phrase. Stagnation is the root of damnation. So you always have to be building on yourself. And I think you're doing the best possible job. Coming from yeah. an uncle that was not always the best uncle <laughs> <laughs> from our stories. Oh, well. And that was just a few of them. <laughs> You, oh yeah, there's you plenty have, more where he was really bad. You've <laughs> made me the most proud Aww. doing what you've what you've done so far in your life. And I know you're not done and I know that you're not where you want to be, but you're you're building and making yourself better. Mm-hmm. As hard as it may be, to finish out 
but at least you're almost at the finish line. And that's, so just that's where I'm shooting for right now. Right. I'm yeah. just trying to get to the end and then keep going, going. from there. Yeah. Um, but you know, keep on because once you hit the deadline or the finish line after everyone uh, 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 runs like a marathon they have a period of time where they rest yeah so i mean it is okay if once once you're done you have a period of time where it's rest but whatever that is whether that's going home and uh coming back to but us taking and, a few months and right recharging or right. going on to your next kind of adventure. what i'm hoping to do with this week yeah yeah <laughs> be at home for the week mm-hmm. um you know for spring break and then right. hopefully get the rest that i need because i haven't been sleeping very well yeah um eat some more food because i haven't been eating very well Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and all of this is just it just builds because of the right the right you know issues and um, I'm just hoping that this period of rest like that mm-hmm. um, is enough to get me through to summertime yeah right um, right so really that's no, what summertime's I got. only two yeah. months away well, I know I'll be home. Um, so I go back down to school on Sunday and I'll be there for six weeks and I come home. Man. So that's it. That's That's all I got to do. Dang. (laughs) All right, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and end it here. Um, we said in our last podcast episode that this was our longest one. Well, we've hit a record. This is our longest one. So... (laughs) Like I said in the last one, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode meeting our nephew, Ansley, um, and just kind of diving really deep into a topic that we have not talked about yet. So if you have lasted this long applaud to you, (laughs) um, we definitely Do you want to push anything? Do you Instagram, Facebook, nothing? Uh, I'm just a normal dude, so. <laughs> just a normal dude. Well, Thanks. I love you, normal dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I enjoyed um, sitting down and talking. I know. It was really cool, it huh? It was. I, I was, um, like, kind of worried coming into it, of course. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm a professional worrier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's okay, so is everybody too. in our family, yeah. so you're not. I was like, what are we going to talk about? I didn't know where it was going to go, but mm-hmm. it, it went a path that I think it, it, I think it took it was the really path good. That it, it needed to, to be. And uh, so I think and it honestly, out. those those are sometimes how, uh, the best is just to come in and not really have a plan and just yeah wing it well we have been talking for almost two hours so does it feel like six weeks at school if you want to come back in the next six weeks and do it we'll have you back on yeah oh yeah to kind of like in an update updated version of and i'll tell you 
either, wow, those last six weeks really sucked, or <laughs> those last six I, weeks really I found really something great. new that yeah. helped me. Here I'm it is, and maybe now. it might help somebody yeah, else. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll come back and, and Yay. Uh, talk again. And if anybody has any <laughs> suggestions on yeah. how yeah. to rid in anxiety or mm-hmm. better management, I hope then that at least email us. I said might have kicked started something in someone else's mind that said well maybe this is something right. or they're dealing with the same or, thing yeah mm-hmm. it, you know, i'm not the only one out there dealing yeah. with this everybody deals with anxiety yeah yeah so, but please hit us up um yeah. at free to roam podcast or uh, bridges adventures yeah all all of this stuff that you guys need to know will be in the I know, um, but I like to say it, and I like pushing notes. it. Right, honey, but, like, the people that listen to us every week, like, they know. <laughs> Bridges Adventures on all platforms. Okay. Okay, great. Gmail.com. Right, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, um, we will see you guys in the next episode, and, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.